order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, along with my co-host, Brendan. And today, we are going to talk about something very super, super duper. We are going to, well, see, now you're putting in the super yeah. when maybe it didn't need to be here because what we're talking about is National Hero Week. Yes. Okay, so it's... Not Superhero Week, but But you threw in week. the super. Sure, but we're not going to be talking about, like, regular heroes, like, you know... Anybody could be a hero. Yeah, I know that, but we're talking about superheroes. But maybe we're not talking about superheroes. Maybe we're talking about any hero. Yeah, maybe. I guess. But let's start with talking about superheroes. Sure. I don't know why you (laughs) sidetracked me here. All I said was we're talking about something super. Go ahead. All right. So so this is National Hero Week. And it I I can you give me a little bit of the origin? Because I would imagine that Mm -hmm. it celebrates hero actual heroes like firemen. And or firefighters and 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 police officers and no, I'm sorry, no. that's National Hero Day. Okay, which so is this in is different. December okay. and that honors people. This is National Hero Week. <clears throat> National Hero Week is a week dedicated to the amazing superheroes we all love and cherish from our childhood. So you're telling me that I was wrong and that yep. we actually yep. are talking about superheroes. Superheroes, man, man, oh man, I didn't think that superheroes were ever wrong, but apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. So you agree that I'm a superhero? I wouldn't. I All wouldn't right. say that. If you had to be one superhero, oh, this is okay, a hard one. One super, and I want to know why. And you can't tell me, well, I'd like this one. No, pick one. Okay, give me one superhero that you would want to be, and why? Spider Man. Why? Uh, because Spider Man's fun. You're kidding I, me, right? That's your explanation. You know what? Iron Man is like. I don't know. I don't want to be Iron Man. He's not really cool on his own. Batman. Batman's cool, but he also goes through the most depressing stuff in the darkest, grimmest city ever. Maybe if I could be Batman in Hawaii, fine. But like Spider-Man is fun. You know, he goes, swings around. He stops criminals. He doesn't have much else to do. Sometimes he gets into a big fight, but normally not. All right. Well, I mean, I, I hear you. But well, first of all, which Spider-Man are you talking about? The one that needs web fluid, or are you talking about the one that just somehow shoots webs out of his wrist? Uh, uh, no, I don't like the web wrist stuff. That's freaky. So it's got to be the device. Yeah. Is that what you're telling yep. me? Web, web fluid. <sighs> so web fluid, then you've got to constantly refill it, right? And you, you are thinking about the out. logistics here too much. Okay. Well, listen, here's my pick. You didn't ask me my pick. I'm going to assume you don't care, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I don't know why you wouldn't be. I, I, don't, I would be Superman. Why? For, well, first of all, the only thing that can weaken me is kryptonite. And you tell me the last time you saw somebody walking around with a piece of kryptonite. That's number one. True. Number two, I can fly. Okay. I need to take a lunch break down in Orlando, Florida. Boom, I fly there. True. Okay. I've got x-ray vision. That's, that's a good point. That's, that's a good, good point. for stuff. I've got the ability to use heat eyes and burn through things. Like if I <laughs> locked my keys in the car, I can boom, stare at them really fast and then burn a hole in the car to get the keys. Then I can fly around the earth backwards like Christopher Reeve did in the that's original true. Superman. That's and I true. can fix my car, right? So many, I can run faster than a speeding bullet. Pretty cool. 
right? If sure. see, if I were Clark Kent, I wouldn't have listened to my family. I would have been the fastest kid on the track team. I would have been <laughs> showing off like nobody's business. Now, of course, I probably wouldn't have been Superman. I would have been like the bad guy, Bizarro or something, because like I probably would have become corrupt. <laughs> but that's what I would have done. Yeah, but you have to watch out because you know what? In if you were Superman in the uh, Christopher Reeves world, that sounds like fun. But if you were Superman in the Zack Snyder world, it's just yeah. Dark. No, everybody hates Not you. Not fun. No, right. There's statues talking about how you suck. Right, right. And I, I wouldn't <laughs> want that. No, it's got to be Christopher Reeve. And and you know what? I, I think that uh, that would be my pick because yeah. you got you got everything that people might say. You know what about like Black Adam? And I'm going to tell you this: I do not want to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Why not? He's awesome. He's in every movie. Okay, That's we've true. been through this before. He is in a lot of movies, but I think that more recently his movies have been better. Like I thought, oh Jungle Cruise God. was good. On my list of the most non-super people, Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson is on the top. That's okay? awful. I lo- he's great in WWE. Everybody wanted to oh see him at WrestleMania. God. You know what? Come on. He's yes. He's he's you know a character there, but. Let's let, just no, no. I'm I'm sick of seeing movies about him. He's not. He's not. I I just no. Nope. I'm done with him. So we'll pick somebody else. But all right, let's get back on track here with superheroes. So we are going to talk about something that uh, you might find interesting, and it's it's Good Samaritan laws. But okay. before we get there and explain what that is, I want to just bring up an interesting question I pose to you. Okay. Okay. Now imagine. All of the superhero movies that you've seen, and I'm sure you've seen a ton, mm-hmm. has there ever been a situation where a superhero hasn't come in to save somebody without absolutely eradicating and destroying whatever city they were in? Mm, that's a good question. Let's let's think for a minute. Okay, let's let's think for a minute. How about Batman? In uh, the Zach, not Zach. Was it Zack Snyder? Did he? No. The he recent didn't. one? No, that was. Uh, Who am I talking? The, um, not the Zack Snyder one. What are you talking about? Christian Bale? Yes. The Christian Bale. Who yeah. directed that? Um, Nolan? Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In those. Yeah. Now, did. Can yeah, you, did Batman didn't do it. This is a bad example. You should, no, I'm asking a question. Did Batman destroy any of the city? I don't, I don't think he did. I don't remember. I don't, I don't believe Batman destroyed the city. Okay, so you think that in in a legal sense, if someone were going to come after Batman for negligence or property destruction or anything like that, you think that that he'd be safe in the Christopher Nolan universe? Presumably. Right? Because now, would you argue that but for Batman, the Joker wouldn't have done what he did? Well, now this is deep. This is thinking too deep. Honestly, I think um, because why did the Joker? Why did the Joker take those people hostage in the ferry boat? Well, it was for Batman. For Batman. So that's a good point. What happened if there should have killed the Joker? No Batman. Good point. Right. So I, I I question that. And then you know, there's another moral dilemma, even a legal dilemma. Mm-hmm. Should you have killed the Joker? as an up-and-coming criminal to prevent him well, from yeah, doing what In terms what he of did. this, is just moral. You know what I want to say? Batman famously doesn't kill. That's his whole thing. And he has a saying, if you kill a killer, you haven't decreased the number of killers. And I think that's stupid, because if you kill four killers... All in ha- one have, shot. Yeah. Even if you minus right. yourself as a killer, you yeah. still killed three. 
I think that's his saying, right? I don't know. I know he doesn't use a gun. Yeah, no, except he doesn't it's use the a bad gun. gun that shoots the grapple. Yeah. Okay, so let's move over to Superman. Now, I would say Superman because Christopher Reeve. All right, here. Let's go. Let's go to Superman two. Okay. With um, General General Zod. Zod. Yes. Now, that was an awesome one. Yeah, it was awesome. You know that in that fight, they destroy New York City, and he destroys that bar. Yes, he does. He does. He throws things all over the place. Yeah, well, that's that's because of that guy. Yeah. You know, he called him a wimp. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that's like the worst kind of insult you could possibly receive. It, it is. If someone Especially called me a when wimp, you're Superman. Yeah. You know what? And if, if if I was in a, a a packed diner, and someone called me a wimp, I would be pretty upset. I'd be upset too, especially if I was Superman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I feel like I should bring this up. This is kind of what there. There's a comic story about this because I think that at some point Marvel realized, wait a minute, in these comics, Iron Man has destroyed like 17 skyscrapers. Uh, there's a story called Civil War. Yeah. Where a new team of superheroes go into a battle and inadvertently cause the death of like 600 people, and it's this whole big deal. Uh. And so uh, then they passed the Superhero Registration Act, Superhuman Registration yes. Act, where everyone who's a superhero has to be, you know, they have to register and they have to sign up. And then it was this whole big to do. But that was kind of what the plot of that was, you know, well, like you can't have these people just true because you have so many superheroes and it's like, oh, they're all just causing mayhem. But that's also the plot of, um, oh, what's the one? Oh, it's the the dark one, the anti-hero one. Um, Watchmen? Watchmen, yes. That's also the point of Watchmen, too, because they, they basically say that the superheroes were becoming a menace and so that they outlawed them. So, you know, it's interesting that um, there's the idea of, of, like, how much harm are they doing versus good. Mm-hmm. And in, in preparation for this episode, I put um, some questions out on social media concerning you know legality and superheroes and and here are some of the responses i got back and a lot of the responses were questions so for example uh joshua asked if superheroes existed in reality wouldn't they always be sued for property damage or personal injury and then he says that he wants to sue batman and (laughs) sue (laughs) superman but you know so Keep this in mind because I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this in a, in a little bit, okay. but I think maybe you could make some kind of tie-in to um, the maybe the the Good Samaritan doctrine. Sure, but, you know it, it's. I mean, it's look at it this way: stretch. if if like Killer Croc went flying through my house all of a sudden, destroying the walls and the support of the house, and then Superman walks in and is like, "Sorry, first of all, why would he be fighting Killer Croc? It's not important." But you know, I'd be pretty upset if they're like battling and they just happen to destroy my house in the process. Yeah, and, you know, and I'd sue. And if he said sorry, what good does that do you? It's not like exactly. he's going to give you the crystal so that you can build your fortress of solitude, right? True. Right. Although I will say, in the Christopher Reeves movie, I was just remembering after he destroyed the bar, he gave him a whole bunch of money to use for the repairs. Well, that's that's true. He just didn't yeah. want to be called a wimp. True. But yeah, so go ahead. Tell me. Okay, so can he, we sue he, superheroes? Well, here, well, hold on, hold on. I want to get to I want to get to Todd's comment. All right. Okay. He says if superheroes existed in reality, they wouldn't be using physical violence in the way that comic books show. He says that comic books turn street crime into a battlefield with weapons of war being deployed. Mm-hmm. And that's not realistic. Not to mention that vigilantism is illegal. 
So he brings an interesting point that being a vigilante is mm-hmm. elite. Who is a vigilante? Batman. Right. I'm Batman, the vigilante. He's Batman, right? Batman is a vigilante. Um, although that's why people like Batman have secret identities. He is a criminal. He is a vigilante, right? right? And they eventually, at least in uh, Nolan's uh, second Batman, they, they hunt him. Now, of course, they're hunting him for the wrong reasons. They're hunting him because he thinks that um, they think that he murdered Two Face. Yes. Right. But in reality, they should be hunting him because he's a vigilante. Um, and then he goes on to talk about, uh, you know, comic books being fantasy, and that's not how it would play out in reality. But let's look at that that issue of vigilante. So it's illegal if you or I dressed up like a superhero and went out in the streets yeah. and started fighting crime. Yes. We would most likely be arrested. Really? Wouldn't you think so? Well, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I've thought of this before. If I could be a, like if I could be like Batman and like I'm seeing a woman getting her purse stolen or like I, I guess this is comical someone whose cat is stuck up in the tree, I'd I'd help him, you know? Well, I want to you like I'd I'd save them. I'd beat up the criminals. I want to tell you what Graham says. These are the points that he raises okay. about the consequences of superheroes and 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 their villains. Okay. Here's what he thinks it would cost. Thousands of deaths for every supervillain attack, especially when it's a universal threat. Mm-hmm. He raises that. He also says and I quote gazillions on yes. property damage and people injured because of fights or attacks. Right. Powerful diseases and super weapons destroying countries. Mm-hmm. corrupt governments and industries. Finally, he says, you'd never again feel safe because the heroes act in a reactive manner, not proactive. Right. So only when the damage is done and then they end That's up very creating true. more damage. That's very true. So he raises a good point here about that. So, yeah. you know, a vigilante is out there reacting Spider-Man reacting, Superman reacting, right? It's not like they're patrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about his points? I think that's kind of true. Like, I mean, look, obviously, I'm not against superheroes. But I will say if they were real, I think that there would be some crazy laws that would have to be passed. Because, I mean... So you're you're all for the Civil War um, Registration Act, well, right? If, if it was real life, if it was real life... I would say some maybe something like that because it's it's a hundred percent true that you know like I, I don't know if I was a regular civilian in a world where constantly world ending threats happen one day half of the population disappear you know I would be yeah we should like you know yeah. register them yeah. Could you could you imagine if you did have superheroes and they weren't allowed to use their superpowers and it's like Aquaman works at the uh, Philadelphia Aquarium? Well, that would be you fun. know, right? And it's like that'd be great, right? You know, I bet you that that if he worked at SeaWorld, he could probably have those whales do quite the amazing yeah. set of tricks, right? Yeah. So who, if he had who, worked who knows? at SeaWorld during Jaws three, maybe you know none of that would have happened. Right, right. Maybe uh Lewis Gossett Jr. would uh would, would still be in charge of the park. Yeah. But here's I love that movie. <laughs> I, yeah. Here's the thing though with with that. So, what would what would now remember, you can't use your superpowers. What would Batman do? 
he'd be rich, and that's, that's all true. he would do. That's true. Because Batman's got no powers. That's very true. Batman is just rich. And you want to know something? Yeah. Pretty much the same with Iron Man. No, Iron Man's got a... He's got a brain. He uses advanced technology okay. that the public okay. doesn't have access so to. He would build the next set of NFTs. He would yeah. create that and, and some virtual uh, AR and, and reality goggles. I don't know. I think that Superman, he, he'd, he'd really be frustrated. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of frustration. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into the next uh, segment here. We're going to be talking about good Samaritan laws. Do you know what a good Samaritan law is, Brendan? I don't. Well, what do you think it is? Well, I'd imagine it has nothing to do with the good Samaritan. All right. Well, let's let's touch on that. Let's Let's get our Bible on. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so the Bible parable of the Good Samaritan, mm -hmm. it's one of Jesus' most famous stories. You know the story, right? It's a tale of a man who's traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho, mm -hmm. and he's attacked by robbers. They leave him for dead. He's laying there on the side of the road until this Samaritan walks by. Mm -hmm. Now, the Samaritan looks at him, could have walked by, but instead he picks him up, he shows great compassion, he brings him to a hotel or an inn. He pays for the guy for the night, and then he goes on his way. And so the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible illustrates the importance of showing kindness to strangers, kind of going beyond you know what your comfort level is, right? Like you see mm -hmm. a, a guy laying on the street, and maybe our first inclination is let's get, get the hell away from him. What, what happened here? You know, let's yeah. just, let, I don't want to be part of that. Um, but it teaches us, the, the parable to, to care for our neighbors, to care for others, and to treat them with love and care the way that we would want to be treated. That is the Good Samaritan parable. Mm -hmm. Now, the Good Samaritan laws take that Good Samaritan parable and yeah. apply it to modern day life. Now, example, Good Samaritan law, it protects people who help other people. Okay. Every state has a different Good Samaritan law. Let's take, for example, the following scenario, and we're going to apply New Jersey law to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Brendan. Yes. I am in a car accident. Oh, I thought you were going to say I am Iron nope. Man. No. I am in a car accident. Okay. My car has gone off the road, and it has gone headfirst into a tree. That sucks. My car is crumbled. Yeah. Okay? Terrible. I am passed out Terrible. in the driver's seat. Okay. Fortunately, I had a seatbelt on. Mm -hmm. You see me. You rush over. You open my door. You pull me out. As you're pulling me out, my arm gets stuck in the seatbelt. You dislocate my shoulder. Okay. Okay. Now, I come to. Ambulance is there. They take me to the hospital. And you've called 911. You've gotten, got me out of the car. Can I turn around and sue you for my sh my shoulder injury? I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. Next example. I'm uh, a good Samaritan. Next example. Yes. Same scenario. I'm in a car accident. Same exact scenario. You observe me. My car is on fire. The engine is on fire. It's raging. You come over 
and you yank me out of the car through mm-hmm. the windshield, except mm-hmm. this time you hit my head and I break my neck. Oh. When I come to, I'm now paralyzed well, from the sucks. waist down. Yeah. But I'm I still a good Samaritan. Can so I no, sue you, you? You can't sue me. Okay. Now, what if, same scenario, my mm-hmm. car is not on fire, okay? I'm up against a tree, I'm conscious, and you try to get me out of the car, door is stuck, you decide that you're going to put a hook from your truck to my front door to yank it off. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, you accidentally catch my jacket on the hook as you're putting it over the door to pull it. Yeah. And you rip my arm off. Oh, well, that's terrible. Are you negligent? Can I sue you? I'm going to say yes for that one. All right. Well, look, I, you're you're pretty much right on. I'm going to give you the whole thing here. So almost every state has... A civil immunity that is provided to people providing emergency care. So, for example, New Jersey says that any individual, and then they go on to say including a person practicing medicine or like an EMT, Mm -hmm. okay, who renders services that are a result of threat, you know, an immediate threat. Right. In good faith, they render this emergency care at the scene of an accident or emergency, then they're not liable. So in those scenarios we talked about, where you 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 break my shoulder or you right. hurt my shoulder, it's a, you 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 saw an emergency situation. You you pulled me out. Um, the fire one definitely. Now you break my neck and I'm paralyzed from the the waist down, but you saved my life. So yeah, you would be protected. Right. The only one that's questionable is the last one because my car's not on fire. There's no immediate threat per se. You go okay, and right. you attach this hook, yeah. which might be overkill. Maybe yeah. there's another way to get me out, yeah. right? Plus your conscience. So I'm conscious, and you put the hook over, catch my arm, and end up ripping my arm. Now, that might be considered gross negligence, mm-hmm. and maybe... I'd be able to go after you for gross negligence. Now, so you, you, you look at New Jersey law and it says immunity for emergency care. Here's what New Mexico says. New Mexico says that no person who comes to the aid or rescue of another person by providing care or assistance, yeah. again, in good faith, yeah. at or near the scene of an emergency, shall be held liable right. for civil damages that result of any action or omission by that person providing that care or assistance mm-hmm. except when liable for an act of gross negligence. Um, so this one, now this, the way this, I got to reread this because I think I said the wrong thing. It should, shall not be liable oh except for gross negligence. Right. So essentially, as long as you're you're not grossly negligent, you're not going to be liable for injuries if you're saving their life in good faith. Correct. So, so that's that I got it. Right. So But what does that does that have anything to do with property damage? So, no, because those immunities, mm-hmm. you're not liable for injury. That's how the statutes read, but it doesn't say anything about property damage. So now, if I 
burst through a building to save someone and end up destroying half of it. I am still liable for property damage. You could still be held liable for property damage. However, however, right? Then they look at the negligence analysis of did you owe a duty of care? Did you breach the duty of care? Can you trigger the emergency doctrine that says it was in the midst of an emergency? Now, remember at the beginning of the episode, we talked about the damage caused by superheroes. Yeah. Is it possible that they could rely on that same defense, that it was in the midst of an emergency? Hmm. Interesting, right? Yeah. Here's here's another state, Nebraska. Okay. Okay. Emergent- not much, not many supervillains in Nebraska, but no. But but Nebraska says emergency care at the scene of an emergency, people are relieved from civil liability. Their statute says no person who renders care at the scene of an accident or other emergency gratuitously shall be held liable for any civil damages. So it's it's pretty much across the board. However, you get into states like Mississippi. Yeah. Now, in Mississippi, it says any person may use an automated external defibrillator for the purposes of saving the life of another person in sudden cardiac death as long as you hit or meet the following requirements. And it says here, the person using the AED must have received appropriate training. Now, Mm. you go to Mississippi, somebody looks like they're having a heart attack, you rip a defibrillator off the wall, you go, you you know, shimmy the, the paddles together, you yell clear, and then you like shock them. If they die in Mississippi... You're liable? You're liable if you are not trained to use that huh well that seems crazy right so it's it's different in every state the the premise behind this is that people want to or or the government let's say mm-hmm. um lawmakers that's even better they want to encourage people to help other people and in order to encourage them they shield them from liability in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you've got to know what your law is because obviously you went to Mississippi and somebody's having a heart attack and you don't know how to use a defibrillator. Now you've got this moral dilemma. What the hell do I do, right? Do I do I risk liability by saving this person when I right. don't know what I'm doing? Right. Or do I give it a shot because they're going to die? Yeah. So so now you've got, what, are you going to open yourself up to a wrongful death suit? That is, that's a question, right? Yeah. What would you do? Oh, boy. I don't know. I feel I like mean, we need I to do. call John Quinones. Yeah, this is so, exactly right. Yeah, I love that show. We've got to get John Quinones to come here so that he can say, "What would you do if I were in Mississippi and didn't know how to use an AED, but somebody was on the floor <laughs> having a heart attack?" I mean, I'd do what I could without being because, like, the worst thing is to be held for murder. Well, it was wrongful death, not murder, yeah, but, that, but wrongful death. Yeah, but still, and there are states that'll be like, out. "Oh, that's." Brendan, the guy that killed someone, and he's like, oh, that's not fun, right? Yes, I killed him by trying to save his life. Yeah, well, still, I mean, that's like, just sounds like an an excuse, you know? Like, if (laughs) I, I I mean, look, if I was in prison and I was, and someone was like, hey, what did you, what were you in for? And they were like, oh, you know, I killed someone, but I was, I was trying to save them. I would be like, oh boy, you know? Right. Like, I'm not getting anywhere near you. Right. So I, I think you highlighted a very important point, and I, I think that it's a more common thread than what we think. I think that despite 
a lot of these immunities that are out there, the way that the statutes are written, the possibility of being held liable for gross negligence, the fact that you might not be familiar with your state statute. Because mm-hmm. if, if you live in Mississippi, right, let me know. Leave a comment uh, anywhere on social media, on any of our channels, or on uh, you know a comment to this podcast. I mean, did you know that you needed to have training to operate an AED even in the face of an emergency? I wouldn't have thought that, right? I mean, these these paddles here in New Jersey, they're accessible everywhere. You go into an office building, they're there on the wall. You go into a school, they're there on the wall. So I would have thought, you know, that it, it's part of the Good Samaritan law and you'd be okay. But your point is that I think people are still afraid. And so I think that even now there are people that mm-hmm. look at emergency situations that might feel like they want to do something, might feel like they want to help, but they think to themselves, what if what if something goes wrong and I get sued? You know, should I help? And that's the exact opposite of what the purpose of these Good Samaritan laws are. The purpose of them is to encourage people to help, yet I don't necessarily think that people trust the fact that, you know, you're going to be completely held immune and not liable and i think it's because in law like you know even when you believe you've got immunity there are still people that will sue you and try to argue somehow around that immunity and i think that that's obviously um at the heart of what what you know people yeah look at and they're concerned and and why they might not um you know want to help so mm-hmm all right, so I think uh, I think we we've touched on it all. I think that yeah. we've uh, given a good explanation as to why I want to be Superman. Critical to, yeah, uh, to this very week, important. right? And then obviously about Good Samaritan law. So that's going to do it for this episode. Well, actually, no, it's not. Oh, you have something to add? Do no, you? It's not. I have a question to ask. Ask me. This better be a super question. Which do you like more, Marvel or DC? All right, so I'm going to give you an, uh, an answer. Mm-hmm. That, right, when I was a well, kid, that's what I was hoping. When I was a kid, thank you. It's wonderful. You're like Brainiac. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, and growing up on on Saturday morning cartoons, yeah, DC all the way. Super I, Friends. Oh yeah, Super Friends. I was, I was so in. Deep. I wish that's what they were called, not the Justice League. You know, Zack Snyder's Super yeah. Friends. Man, the Super Friends, and then the the Legion of Doom. All oh, those villains, and to have all the superheroes, like even that giant Native American guy, I can't remember his name, who used to grow like eighty feet tall. And, and then you had, you know, just amazing characters. But, but as I have aged like fine wine, I have grown away from DC primarily because of the DC movies. Mm-hmm. They suck. They suck. I, I have not seen, I think I've liked um, a little bit of Aquaman maybe because it was just unique and interesting. Yeah. I liked Shazam. Shazam was fun, but... Yeah. I don't know. They just seem like cheap B movies when you compare them to the Marvel stuff. I mean, now here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. First of all, some news to tie this into. They've just announced a full redo of the DC Universe. They're restarting from ground zero. They have recast everyone, and they're making a new series of movies starting with Superman Legacy. So that's cool. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll do it right. Maybe they yeah, will. Suicide Squad, the recent one, was good. Is that the one with John Cena? Yeah, that was good. That was a good movie. That was fun. Well, that director's doing the whole universe now. But but 
Here's what I'll say. It was always into Marvel more. Uh, well, when I was a little, little kid, I watched the Super Friends as well, and I thought that was awesome. But I was always into Marvel more, you know, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man cartoons, the movies. Obviously, I liked Marvel more, but at this point in time, I kind of think they're getting really stale. Like, some of the best Marvel movies have been, like, Into the Spider-Verse, which I thought was really fun. That was cool. I think that at this point in time, I'm tired of the Marvel movies. Like, we're getting into a whole new thing, Ant-Man, yeah. Quantumania, and Kang. And you know what? The thing that frightens me about that movie is that it's going to be like that second Doctor Strange. Because that second Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange was movie not was that horrible. Good. That was not horrible. that good. You know what? I It was directed by Sam Raimi, who's a great director. and it was Spider-Man, like, right? Yeah, he did Spider-Man 1 and 2 and 3 as well. Yeah. Uh, but it was just not that good. Nope, it like was good. A lot good. of them nowadays are like boring and just kind of, you know, basic. And then the end yeah. credit scene teased something big. And right. I think Kang is cool, but I'm. it's probably going to end up being like another Thanos, you well, know? Even even the latest Thor. I love Thor. I love Thor. Yeah. Right? But but Love and Thunder, it was so-so. It didn't feel as good as uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, which Ragnarok was, was the best. That was hysterical. Yeah. That was awesome. I do like, though, I do have to say, I really still like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I watched that Christmas special that they did. Yeah, that was fun. It's fun. But, yeah, I, I hear you. We'll see what comes about with uh, DC. Yeah. But uh, I'm still, right now, I'm going to say I'm more leaning towards Marvel. Yeah. But uh, hopefully they'll surprise me with some some good DC movies. But yeah, that's going to wrap up our episode for uh, National Hero Week. Hope you learned something useful. Uh, not just how we feel about DC and Marvel, but the Good yeah. Samaritan laws are interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I would encourage you to look them up in your state and see, and, and maybe we'll put a, a, a post up on our site just highlighting what the laws are. So, yeah. Um, but that's going to do it. So I hope you have a super week, and hope you tune into our next episode because we're going to be celebrating Global Movie Day, and we're going to be talking about that on the podcast, tying that into some legal topics. And uh, we've got another you know, full month ahead, we've got topics like Retro Day and, and World Thinking Day. Um, There's going to be a lot of things, a lot of interesting things coming up. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of unique topics, and I hope that you join us. So that's going to do mm-hmm. it. We'll see you next time. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.